You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hi, I'm Liam Hooper. And I'm Peterson Toscano. Together, we co-host the Bible Bash podcast. The Bible Bash podcast is a monthly podcast where Peterson, a quirky queer Quaker and Northern Belle, and Liam, a trans Bible scholar and Southern gentleman, get together to examine biblical texts, looking for the characters and situations you don't often hear about. Each month, we look into a different ancient story. We're curious to find insights into our own queer lives. We discuss these and share our findings with you. You can find the Bible Bash podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out at the end of each month. Bible Bash Podcast is part of the Rock Candy Network. So 28, uh, we still want to give our thoughts and prayers out to Reese Roper, who is still uh, dealing with family issues. And hopefully this week we are going to record uh, again together. I just wanted to give him a little bit more buffer time and he'll let you know what is going on. But today it is going to be a reminiscing day, hopefully a laughing. We could get all serious again and be be crying and just loving on each other. People seem to like it. Yeah, people people do tend to gravitate towards it. But today um, I have Michael Lloyd and Nate Shogren our guitar player and drummer for the insiders nate's back uh mike's back mike i've never called you mike before <laughs> michael 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 and uh is uh he was on the average jerks he's he runs a bar and all sorts of things going on he'll bring us up to speed what's going on right off the rip but nate and and michael are here you guys go ahead and say hi Hello. Hi. Nice to be back. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> and uh, tonight, when we first started the Pickle and Boot Shop, we would start off every episode by saying, what are you drinking? Mm. What are we drinking here tonight? I'll let you do that, Michael. Uh, right now, we are drinking um, Diet Coke <laughs> and um, American Liquor Company Vodka. And why are we drinking American Liquor Company Vodka? Because I do social media for this vodka that's 100% made in the Midwest. Agave. Um, Blue agave. And... Uh, Joe was like, oh, I'll grab some Tito's. And I said, no, you won't. Uh, so <laughs> You said, nay, nay, young man. We're not going with Tito's. We are going, or is that a handcrafted bottle? Was that bottle hand, yeah. hand, handcrafted in the Midwest? Out of uh, a solid block of glass. Mm -hmm. They they do that. So if you guys are out there, uh, you're looking for a, a good new vodka. Um, I do have to say. 
put a lot of it in my mm-hmm. uh, Diet Coke, and there's no uh, there's no burn here going down. You had a heavy pour. I did. I like heavy pours. Uh, even when I don't feel it's a heavy pour, and then somebody's like, oh, let me try your drink, and they do the like, <gasps> wow, you know, type deal. I'm like, oh, okay, come on. it's there, There's nothing in there. So, uh, yeah, so we're all together, you guys. How was your... Uh, How's your Thanksgiving? How was your weekend? How was your whatever? We're recording on a a rainy Sunday night here in Detroit. It's mm-hmm. it's cold and wet, mm-hmm. and it's apropos because we are in the Love Shack. Mm-hmm. And for those listeners of the show uh, that might be familiar with the Average Jerks, we record here in the Love Shack. My friend John and Chelsea Love, uh, they give us this mobile this mobile recording studio, which is their their camper, and uh, because of their uh, their fun lifestyle, we've uh, we've nicknamed this place the Blacklight Delight. So, yeah. So you guys, welcome to the Blacklight Delight. There's a bed here. It's delightful. If you guys, if at any point you guys want to jump in that sack, feel free. Uh, we got the heaters on, and uh, we're just gonna get into catching up and and what's going on with you, Nate. You had a yeah. You had a show last night with your new band. I did play a show last night. Tell us about it. <clears throat> um, so I haven't been on stage uh, since 2015. Because of COVID. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say because of kids. <laughs> um, we became a foster home in 2015. And I realized that I was not going to be able to do live music. No. And do that. Yeah. It was just too much. Really? Yeah. And so I took a break, and um, I kind of was like, well, I I would only do um, live music again if it was something... Choreographed with puppets. (laughs) Yeah. No, if it was something that challenged me musically, but also um, already existed. Right. Okay. So I was kind of like, I don't want to start anything. Thing. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't have it. Like, like death metal folk. Yeah. Someone came to you and was like, "I got this idea for this." You're like, "No, I want to be in a hardcore band." Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, I'm not. I don't want to. So I uh, got invited to listen to two songs from a band that okay. existed. They're called uh, Buried Lights, um, and it's a number of kind of like veterans from the Detroit area that are all like hardcore um, emo guys. Okay. Bands that I like. Played with when oh, I was in high school. Yeah, Eminem. We got Eminem and, on keys and Eminem. And Eminem. Um, so it kind of piqued my interest, but I wanted to hear it. So first. what? What bands? Uh, Empathy is one of the main bands. Okay. Um, a band called Transcend. Um, the Paper Sound. Well, Paper Sound <laughs> is who I represent. <laughs> and actually, in Phil, they did not put X Insiders on the uh, debut flyer. No. No, which I think I was, think they missed out. I think they missed out because the people that Morons. came to support me actually were around <laughs> during the Insiders. So, um, But it was a very interesting to be back um, on stage playing and um one song in, I was like, wow, I need to up my cardio. <laughs> like, it was... You were, I made it. You I were sucking wind? Yeah. No, you're playing drums, right? Playing drums. Okay. Now, but did you ever get rid of your kit? I did. So when the Insiders was done, I thought you said that. I thought you yep. sold your kit. I didn't. Well, I sold it around 2015. So okay. we bought a house that had a pool. And I ended up selling my drum set as like... 
a way to upkeep the pool, oh. make upgrades. I was like, what's the connection? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the connection. <laughs> because I had a nice kit. And yeah. so then I went for the years. The Yamaha maple costume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Went for years without a kit. And actually, once um Did once you COVID miss it? Hit, like, oh, absolutely. Did you just miss sitting in the basement, hitting them, or playing it at church, or what? I think that, no, I didn't miss playing at church. Because um, I've, I've always kind of played at church, whatever they ask. Um, but... I think that you develop a deep relationship with your instruments. Yeah. And so, like, even for this project that I'm doing right now, it reminds me of when I was in high school. You you would like it a lot, Joe. Yeah. Um, what about me? But, uh, Michael, you have a weird taste in music, so <laughs> I don't know if you'd like it. <laughs> um, so I actually went and I bought a 1996 Pearl Session Series. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Like, so that's the kit that I bought like for, the, yeah, oh, for this, for this project. Awesome. It, it, because in 1995 is when I was playing this music. You okay. Know? Like, so, like, it really so kind what, of So what's this music, like, sound like? Is it, like, Weezer? Is it, like... Um, I would say that it is... Well, uh, my son, Rome, was there last night with his girlfriend. And they were like, "Oh, we get it." So it's it's sunny day. Uh-huh. So you've been trying to explain it <laughs> yeah. to him, and yeah. it just it's falling nowhere. Exactly. It's so just he a was like, church. He's like, "Oh, it's so it's sunny day real estate." If they were if they went hardcore instead of went emo, uh, so not like, sunny day at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's a, that sounds like a really good." Uh, yeah, you're like, "Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll yeah, go with I that." Like it. Yeah, I mean, if you name a bunch of bands that I like, it's like the Oak Ridge Boys. Like, <laughs> if they played electric instruments all grew their hair yes. long and then sang yeah. slayer covers so but I, I i will be honest i had anxiety yeah. going into the show sure i had anxiety that i made a bad choice with the drums i had anxiety that, yeah oh. like i had Why is that just i think because wouldn't that have been worked out in practice no because the show's so different i mean and the one thing that was clear last night was that i need to invest in a rug because <laughs> I was like sliding all over the stage, you know. Oh, really? oh yeah, I mean like the first drop on the the first beat. Oh dude, I was like, oh no, these <laughs> kids moving kick, everywhere. My kick drum was just inching out. It was and yeah, and so then <laughs> mentally it was like, Rome, get up here, sit here. Somebody, somebody, get up here. No, actually, get my son up here. Get, get, climb I, in the bass. Johnny room. did that. Yeah, Johnny would come. <laughs> Johnny would come on stage. You know how much hearing he probably lost. Oh, oh yeah, just yeah. trying to be like super helpful. Yeah, he's screwed. He would do anything we asked. And what's, what's like the running thing on this show is whenever Johnny's name comes up, he's always touching your hemorrhoid. He's always like holding the chip bag. Yes. He's always like we were just like Johnny, do this, and he was like, yes, sir. And he was like 15 years older than us, and we just we put him through sit, the ringer. Sit in front of my kick drum for the next yeah. 50 minutes. Okay. If you need it, I'll do it. And he, and he never was compensated for it. Like he should not well, not well. Not well he, we 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 never went back and like really thanked him for that. And we should, we hey, oh, it's awful. We still could do. He's, he's still around. Right? Yeah. Okay. And and <laughs> I was worried that yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had missed something. Yeah. Bless his soul. <laughs> You're like, oh, he was a good guy. No, his his wife Christy listens to the show. Okay. And she had sent me a message, and she was like, oh, you know, I was laughing about this. I remember John telling me about it. She's like. 
just so you know, John's mentioned he'll always come on the show. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, I got that to do a show with, with Johnny on here. And uh, yeah, and just get him <laughs> telling us, oh man, the stories, the stories with him. Just so he could tell his version oh, yeah. of being in the hotel oh, yeah. room while Bo <laughs> is thinking he's trying to kill him. Yeah. And, and doing all that. night terrors. And you had a, a situation with Bo. I think yeah. I told a story. You need to tell your situation, your, your, um, yeah. loving, your loving situation oh, sure. with Bo. So, well, yeah. So, explain. Bo has night terrors. He he still does, where he doesn't know if he's in a dream state or if he's awake, and so and it can last for a while, like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Until my daughter he finally gets like goes, oh, I'm awake. Yeah. Gosh. Um, and so. He had had an evening where he was really frustrated. Um, I would say frustrated relationally and frustrated perhaps sexually. <laughs> Why? Why would anybody be frustrated? Well, he thought that it was ska band. I'm touring a Christian ska band. So, where does the frustration come in? Bo, Bo woke up. We'll, we'll put it in quotes. Woke up. Uh-oh. And it was his wedding night. And he was wondering why his bed partner, who was me, was the, wait, this you was, had this consummated was pre, uh, COVID. This is, this is pre anything, right, guys? You. <laughs> yeah. So he so he wakes up and he's in like a night terror, and he's furious with me. Yeah. Because I'm not loving yeah. him the way that wasn't he, he that peeing? He, he was going through this whole that, thing I mean, while he's like peeing. Yeah. But he had like gotten not up. awake, but awake. Yeah, gotten up. He's peeing and he's just seething in the yep. bathroom while he's peeing, thinking, "Why is why he, isn't why isn't he loving me the way?" God, that, this sounds like be. every Saturday night for me. <laughs> <laughs> seething, seething, and peeing in the bathroom. <laughs> why isn't he loving me the way I should be loved? <laughs> so he he decides he's gonna come back to bed and is gonna. Wake me up. Lay down the law. Lay down the law. And celebrate our marriage. Consummate that. Luckily, <laughs> the rest of him woke up yeah. at some point between the bathroom and the bed. Yeah. And I and I didn't know about any of it <laughs> until the next day when he told me. <laughs> that could have been a scary yeah. uh, awakening. I, I wish I hadn't heard that last part because I always tell the story oh. that he gets in bed. <laughs> oh, no. Like, he puts might, hands on hey, you and you were like, Bo? He might like, have. My story always ends with, Bo, what are you doing? And then he was like, uh. No, I mean, that uh, could, I don't know. I'll I'll take that ending. <laughs> That's a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, in the love shack. I get it. I, I think I like that ending, and I could see that definitely. I mean, having, having been. What I happened. will say, so many stories that you will tell, or even hearing stories that you were telling. It is funny how I remember certain things slightly different. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So and, and, and are you on here to clear everything up? <laughs> I'm here. You just come up. Me and him are laughing about something. And you just say that never happened. That never happened. You just squash <laughs> everything. Yeah, that didn't happen that way. No, I always say they're like fish stories. And for if you're a young listener and don't know what that means, you know, like you caught a fish that was you know six inches, and yeah. then next time you tell it, it's ten inches, and then right. it's two feet long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Those are the types of things that these stories just build up. It's the same thing with like Al Bundy, you know, talking about throwing a football. 
and beating Polk High, you know, all that stuff. So these stories just go and go and go. What are, Nate, last time we were together, or, or Michael, we were talking about other things. We weren't necessarily talking insider's history. What are funny stories that, like, you guys remember? What What's stuff that, that you remember, crazy things that may have happened? Michael, you joined us, like, later, so we were bitter. <laughs> the wedding the yeah. wedding photos <laughs> era. Yeah, we got that picture. I hadn't seen that picture. You know what I'm talking about, though. No, no, the one the that alley somebody, behind Caribou. Yeah, do you remember that where we all wore dress shirts? And I'm pretty sure I was oh, wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. one of yours for, or for someone. soundtrack to a revolution. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just posted on the diabolical yeah. discussion okay. page, and someone pointed out my face and was like, "What are but you?" But then we so also did, about? and we also did that um, uh, usual suspect. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. I love that. Yep, that I was love, in Rockford. I love. The we idea did that of at the that. Cup of Joy, wasn't that? Were the we Cup of Joy? wearing those outfits like regularly when we played? I don't remember that. No, I don't think just we were. Just for the picture. Yeah. Well, we got, it was a special day. <laughs> it was, <laughs> as you can tell from well, the photos. Do you remember? Sorry. Do you remember when we went? We started playing, and we were doing the white T-shirts, black pants. Well, I guess maybe that was. You guys yeah, we did white several t-shirts. times, but yeah. Yeah, we did that for a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I always just felt like a Mormon. <laughs> what was worse was when we were doing right out of the gate. We were doing the short oh, sleeve the white cutoff. shirt mm-hmm. with a tie uh-huh. and khaki, khaki shorts. Khaki, yep. yeah. khaki shorts. Khaki shorts. That was brutal. Mm-hmm. Like looking back on that, that was brutal. But that was also like mm. the style, I guess. Kind of. For ska? Yeah. Uh, it was still, I mean, like for ska, I mean, people still were still rocking suits. Yeah. Or it was, it was like. The suits, or it was Rude Boy, right. and all of a sudden we're in khakis yeah. and like shorts. Ooh, oh. Yeah, it was brutal. I remember <laughs> when I was finally like, "Can we abandon this and just wear what we want?" It was like, I don't care if like there's something special every now and then, but if we're playing for 200 kids in Wichita <laughs> right. on a Wednesday night, can we just wear 200 you know, kids in Wichita? Would be a great. <laughs> that'd, be a, oh, that'd be a great turnout. Right Those kids going to see the khakis. I would, I would play. Yes, I would play for 200 kids in Wichita. <laughs> yes, you're correct. The khakis would be on at that point because <laughs> we had to we had to do our thing. But let's be honest, we did go with the uniform. Yeah, no, because I mean, we were trying to get away from I don't know. People being barefoot. Yes. <laughs> or, yes. Or, or wearing, wearing sandals. Wearing sandals. Yeah. So Todd. Or. So Todd. Or, our, or we say names. Homemade, we name, homemade Red Wing shirts. Yes. Mm. Yes. We, we name names on this show because we might just well. do. Yeah. You might as well. Because if you can't laugh about it now, who cares, right? Exactly. But right. there was a point where it was like, no, we actually, we yeah. should all wear the same thing. Because yeah. So Todd, our percussionist, would like come out. We're all trying to have some semblance of looking like we're in the the punk ska mm-hmm. scene. Right. And then there were some that took it. So so Todd would come out in his white shirt and tie, short sleeve, khaki pants that were just nut huggers. Like they weren't baggy. Like right. they weren't baggy dickies. Right. They were like docker shorts and we were like, oh dear lord. And then you Bleated. Know, yeah, and back then they stopped Two inches above his knee yeah. back then when all other shorts were going mid-shin, right. you know? And his were stopping two inches above the knee, and you were like, dear God, is he, like, running a race? Work. Yeah, they would well, work. Yeah, no. now yeah. he would be... And then he would wear mm-hmm. sandals. Mm-hmm. And not – I'm not talking, like, like thong sandals. I'm not talking Birkenstocks. Like Tiva. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking, like, Tiva, like the strappy Jesus sandals. Yeah. Like, he would wear those, and it was just like, are you kidding me? Like, any <laughs> – 
any conversation I just had with a kid that made me look kind of cool and punk rock <laughs> on stage doing high kicks with this guy. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, it was just like, are you kidding me? Oh, that was, yeah, that was something. That was a trip. But I always felt like whenever we would try to do a uniform that was like, oh, this will be cool. Mm-hmm. It was never cool. Well, it would be cool for like a couple people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it it didn't. It cer- certainly did not fit. Everyone. Well, I like. I feel, no. I just think no, like. No. I it, you can't look back now. Same and ever, looked cool in black. Oh, for pants, sure. No, black but dickies and, and, with even, a white and even that. Um, he looked awesome. Well, Sing and Al and Bram all looked fine mm-hmm. in those pictures. <laughs> I think we're just all wearing really big shirts. And <laughs> <laughs> we were all trying to hide our side. Yeah. <laughs> And the funny thing is, we, we didn't love our. It. I know oh, we too. didn't love our body because well, I, we I wore one of your shirts because mine was too tight. <laughs> and then me and Nate talked about it last time, like the bodies that we had back oh, then. Yeah. That I wouldn't take my shirt off at the beach right. back then. If I had that body now, yeah. are you kidding oh, me? If I had your body now. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it after. Keep on with this American Liquor Co. vodka, brought to you by the love. It wine. is. It's. It's perspective. <laughs> it is. Oh no, but it's like. That what so that was like soundtrack to revolution was two thousand two three, man. Uh, two th- was it two thousand five? No, because I no? I moved to LA I like in two thousand four, I think. Okay, so, yep. So anyways, two thousand two. I mean, you, anytime you look back on that, that that's not too far in the distance, but far enough, it's everything's way dated. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Everything looks yeah. Back, so I felt like there was a. A video. Oh, there was. That you Dude, had made. I, well, I did a video of our whole tour for yeah. that album. Um, it got lost in my divorce. Seriously? Well, not 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 like she she got the rights. She to was it. like, I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> is, you could have the house. You could have it. But like, it was just like everything that I just misplaced and didn't care about. You yeah, know? no, and I have so, a lot of that stuff too. Uh, really bummed about it. Like, I still will like search because I know that I had posted. Um, uh, like I made you a video, call to arms, call to arms video yeah. that was on MySpace, and now you know. Oh, I mean that stuff isn't there anymore. So, uh, someone's space, yeah. someone's space. Yeah, Justin space. Timberlake doesn't he own MySpace? Probably. Yeah, he does. But no, I mean I I hate that because all we I just filmed like every show mm-hmm. and uh, just all the. Van rides and do you, I felt like you had. Do you guys remember I had yeah. that tape recorder? Yes, yes. Oh, I, had, I like the tape yes. recorder. If you guys, if if you've ever seen Home Alone two, and and Kevin had the Talk Boy, uh-huh. I had something similar. Like you could record your voice and then you could speed it up and uh-huh. slow it down. I used to record everything awesome. in the van. Do you still have it? Uh yes, I do. Have you listened to it? <clears throat> no. No, oh. I, I have it. It's it's <laughs> that in, would be amazing. Actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, no, I don't have it. I I lost it in my divorce mm. too. I had it. The thing, the bin that I'm thinking that I had it in is no longer with me. Mm, yeah. So I I lost that in my uh, in my first divorce as well. But it was. Uh, it was in a bin that got ruined in the flood oh, of 2004. Yeah. Oh, that, so it was in that. But so I had this like talk boy, and. <clears throat> 
we would talk into it. We'd say all this crap, just this stupid, and ridiculous we'd stuff. Rewind it, like, yeah, yeah, we'd rewind it and play <laughs> it slow. We'd laugh so hard. Oh, we were we would die laughing. <laughs> I'm a little bit drunk. <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm a little bit drunk. But nobody was drinking back then. No, no, nobody. Which is the great part of that story. But, yeah. But Nate and I were taking walks around the churches and smoking before the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the promoters were like looking at us <laughs> sad. Just, oh, I just that. I just hugged that guy. Yeah. So, so the rest of the so the rest of the inside. I remember, right? you, and I, I remember you and I um, smoking at like a rest area. Yeah. And like getting back. We got back the, in the van and we got on talking to you from the whole van. <laughs> and everybody was mad. Yeah. They were disappointed. Yeah. We were the reason that the tour was losing money. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the Lord yeah. had lifted his favor. Right. Yeah. Us. Exactly. Yeah. 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 If it would have been cigars, no one would have no, cared. Yeah. Right. You guys were just having pipes, ripping down darks. And it was like, come on now. Come on. Like, we were stressed. You yeah. have no idea about, what it was like for me. Well, guys, what was there to be stressed about? <laughs> yeah. We were past our prime out on Ugh. tour. Like, what? what's the big deal? Oh, my gosh. There was, you know, there was eight of us in a in a uh, conversion van. And we were on tour with... Uh, Dogwood. Number one gun. Number one gun, yeah. Right, yeah, Dogwood, number one gun. Like, where are those guys now? Exactly. Uh, Josh I talked to. I text him Dogwood? all the time on, on Dogwood, yeah. He actually does... Uh, Josh does a. Uh, I've started texting him probably in the last month. He got a hold of me, and he does a podcast really? where he pairs food. So like he's a foodie. He's like a food critic. Yeah. He pairs food with music. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> that's a great so, idea. So he's he's got Write like it a, down, Mike. <laughs> we're gonna we're be, gonna do one here on the. So you can be Detroit's uh, food critic that pairs. <laughs> Music with food. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pair it with Ooh. shoes. What would a kid I pair rock podcasts meal be? with? Um, a kid rock meal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you're already working on the menu. We'll get back to you. <laughs> it ends with cigarette ashes in oh, ice, yeah. in an ice cream bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and tears, oh, just man. tears, just a glass of tears with with American Liquor Company vodka. <laughs> You do half tears and then half. I re- yeah, I remember there being um, a lot of fun when Michael joined the band. For sure, because that was Kyle leaving. Yeah, Kyle left. I joined. Kyle so left, Kyle was and gone. Came in. And I knew you guys. I I think I so I, I think I met Bo first, and then um, yeah, probably. And then I met through Bo. I met the rest of you guys. Mm-hmm. And, I, oh, and I was in a band with Cal, who you and Cal were good friends. Yes, oh, yes. Mode. Mode. Oh. oh, you produced our yeah. demo. Yes, I Man. did. I did. You know what? I, rich. It's it's funny. <laughs> no, tell me about that. No, us, like, I, it's funny because uh, I have actually pretty good memories of playing with Mode. But it was, you know, it's one of those things where you're in a band. And you want it to be a specific thing, but uh-huh. it never is going to be that specific thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what I felt like Mode was. It was like, I mean, I who knows? At that point, I probably wanted to be like Radiohead or something. And it was just never going to be fully that. Yeah. Because of everybody else in the band. Because you One, weren't Radiohead. Everyone else <laughs> <had a> radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, not because of me, too. But it, I'm just saying. Because it turns out we weren't Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. So, but I recently found that. Demo. Oh, you didn't lose that in not, divorce. No, I didn't because Cal has it. Uh, I, I, Cal I, might phone. have my thing. Anyways, it's not great, but it's not. It's not as bad as I, I remember. I have it on my phone. I think it's actually a. I think it's good. Yeah. 
I don't remember like, it at all. I mean, I don't listen to it thinking <laughs> that like I had anything to do with it. I listen to it thinking you, you, uh, know, wait, you guys. Wait, I think it's wait, good. I gotta tell you my favorite mode story. So we did a show. This one doesn't include you, Joe. But yeah, you're gonna like Joe, it. <laughs> take a seat. So we go to um, we play at Nate's Coffee House. Yeah, in the Divine Rockford, Cup. Or, right, right, Rockford. Yep. And um, we re- we drive out there, and it's like it's, Nate's like it's gonna be a great show. We got like two other bands. And we show up, and there's um, a sign on the door, and it says, due to unfortunate circumstances, the only band will, that will be playing tonight will be Mode. Our apologies. <laughs> well, because I think you were supposed to be playing. With, like, a big band. Yeah, yeah. with, like, a national act. Yeah. And then oh. they ended up having to cancel for whatever so it's reason. Us. And I, I remember that sign having sad faces yeah, on it as yeah. well. Um, after our interview, the last time we interviewed a yeah. few weeks ago, we had talked about our first show at the Fringe. And I don't know if listeners picked up on this, but I picked up on it. And we talked about our first show being at the Fringe and who it, who it was with, Axelson and stuff. I think that was our first show at the Fringe. Okay. And again, th- this forum right now that we're doing, if you think of a story, throw it out. That's all we're doing tonight. Um, so if one thing makes you think of one thing, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it That'll ties That'll be edited in. out, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. It'll all sound <laughs> professional. Um, our first show was at the Palladium on the east oh, side. Oh, you're so right. It was at the Palladium. See? Our very first yep. show <clears throat> was at the Palladium. Yep. We played with Mustard Plug, mm-hmm. and we played with who was supposed to be Slapstick was supposed to be there, one of my favorite right. bands of all time. They got caught in a snowstorm yep. coming from Chicago. They weren't able to play, so it was... Us, I, there was one more band. It was us. Um, we opened, and <clears throat> I don't know if the, it was Parka Kings and then Mustard Plug, I and then it should have been Slapstick, like but Slapstick wasn't there. It was the, um, gosh, I got the one to say the Eclectics. But exceptions? Uh, I think the, it was the, the Exceptions. I think the Exceptions jumped on. Did they? Yep. Because I, if I remember correctly, Jim who was the trombone player for the exceptions is the one who booked the show. Okay. Which is funny because I can remember details now, but I would yeah. I would not have remembered that. Um, and then Jim became the trombone player for Mustard Plug. Okay. So and, and he's that still was our, doing that. That was our first show, our first show ever. And they were letting they gave us they let us do like 20 minutes. It was so again, were these Rookie mm-hmm. Christian <laughs> trying to make an imprint in this in, world. In uh, short sleeve white shirts with yeah. khaki Khakis shorts. And Tevas. And, and, <laughs> it was, and it was thigh high stocking night. Do you oh, remember yes. that? I, yeah, if I remember girls that. came and the rude girls wore their pleated skirts with their thigh high nylons, yep. if they lifted up their skirts and showed their thigh highs, they got in for like half price. Which I would say. <laughs> Hasn't aged well. <laughs> that doesn't. No. Looking back, that's probably cancel culture. Yeah, I mean, like, shame I, I on the Palladium. That, I don't think that that would go now. Did it work but for, was all Todd, of those was, girls was did get in for, free? for a discount. So yeah, yeah. So Todd, Todd was definitely showing some thigh high. Oh, <laughs> then you remember Steve shorts. Diaz? Yes. Steve Diaz was our yes. original trombone player. If you guys have our seven inch rock in the hubcat, seven inches on the back, on the back. I think, I think it was eight inches. Yeah, but. on the back. Uh, there's a. Uh, chubbier guy with the porn mustache. Yep. Uh, the late Steve Diaz. Beautiful eyes. Yeah, phenomenal guy. Passed away a few years ago of cancer. Mm-hmm. Amazing guy. Left the Insiders. Went to Haiti. Ran a ran an mm-hmm. orphanage in Haiti. Mm-hmm. In school for the blind. Yep. 
and uh, ended up when when everything went down in Haiti, he was uh, like rescued. Uh, you know, he had to get out and everything, and came back here to the U.S. and then ended up uh, passing away of cancer. But Steve was was one of our first guys, and he mm-hmm. was such so uncomfortable in his own skin <laughs> and here are these like 15 year old yes. girls showing their thigh highs and Steve was like I shouldn't be here because he was older he was a, than well, us and he was our youth pastor and he was our youth pastor <laughs> really? so yeah. we're oh 18 God. years old I don't and he think was, I've ever met him maybe oh, he was amazing maybe how, how old was he when we were 18 he was probably he was probably 28. Was he? Probably 10 years older, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. and, yeah. and he was like, I should not be here. I but, should not be here. And that was his last show. But he he was, played one oh, show. Oh, really? Was was he, and then, well, and then he was like, on. Mike, oh, I think you should probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Mike was like 26. Yeah. So yeah. Like, and Mike was like, I'm in. <laughs> wow. But Steve was the youth pastor at the church. Uh-huh. And then he handed off to Mike, who was the janitor at the church at yeah. that time. Yeah. So, you know, kept it in the family. The least of these. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it was always awesome. I I always tell Reese that with the insiders, it was so rad being a part of the Salvation Army. If a horn player ever went down, right. we we never had to make more than two phone calls, no and we had another guy in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was fantastic. Just the, that wealth. And now, my job that I have now, I interact with a lot of high schoolers. And the other day, I was talking to a kid. He's dragging this big old like instrument case <laughs> into school. I'm like, what's that? And he's like, uh, At the roofing a school. sax. And I go, is it a bass sax? And he goes, no, a baritone sax. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. I was like, hey, come find me at lunch. I go, do you know what skies? He's like, no. And I, I always tend to think, like, <laughs> if I could tell these band geeks yeah. nowadays, like, you don't have to sit there in a chair mm-hmm. with sheet music in front of you. You can be cool yeah. and, like, be in bands right. and Ever do heard cool of things. Steely Dan? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know Seely Dan kids in Chicago. It's not just a city or a style of pizza. Right. It's a groundbreaking style. Yeah. 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 So I was going to like introduce this kid. He blew me off. Oh. She didn't come around. He didn't find Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm still talking to you. Please uh... <laughs> pursue him. Yeah. I will. I'm going to hunt him down uh, tomorrow. Hey, buddy. Uh, here's my Spotify playlist for you. Um, speaking of. You have a holiday Spotify playlist tradition. Yeah. What year are you on? Uh, I don't. I think it's like sixteen. Really? 14, 14 16. Oh wow! I was. I thought you were. Gonna say, like, anybody can five. listen. Yeah. So, so I. Know. Well, I. Um. I. Uh, in the past, I used to like literally. This is how cool I am. <laughs> I would literally like just find the most obscure, like weird Christmas music because I love Christmas music. But I guess Chris- you're understating. <laughs> I love Christmas and I love Christmas music, but I always get Michael, you know, I get tired of like. You're a fanatical about Christmas. It's true. Yeah. So can I, I would. Can I interrupt yeah. and just tell you my favorite Christmas album? Yeah. Bad Religion, Christmas. Oh. I don't know that. It's well, it's the greatest. For next year. It's phenomenal. It's bad religion singing Christmas songs. Uh, is it traditional? Like really a traditional good. Christmas yeah. song. Oh. They leave Jesus and everything. They leave uh, everything is like exactly how it how it is. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I so go on. Never go on. thought that bad religion did a Christmas. Song. Yep. No, I it's just fantastic. think um I so I've just anyways so I've just put out stuff that's like kind of weird. Not like weird where it's like obnoxious, but just off the cuff. Now it's like. Whatever I'm feeling. So it used to be, it would be one of those like download on the internet only because I used to have a Christmas blog. So, uh, but now it's, just, now it's just on Spotify. But whatever. It's, it's fun. And what is it called? Um, it's always been Mikey's Christmas <laughs> mix, whatever of the year. Um, so yeah, if you go to um, look me up on Spotify. 
T-H-E-P-I-N-K-L-L-O-Y, not a D, because I forgot to put the D when I made my account. And uh, okay, so you go, what is that spell? The Pink Loy. Because, <laughs> rather than because when I was... when I was American. Because when I was 18 and I was like, oh, email address, let's find this. The Pink Lloyd. My last name's Lloyd. I like Pink Floyd when I'm 18. Oh, do you know like, what? I've never made yeah, that connection so the Pink Lloyd. just now. Anyways, these, this is, nobody cares about this. <laughs> they, do. they do. They <laughs> do. Lloyd. We, okay, we have pretty like fans that. that will look Well, you know what? Up. Okay, I will actually post a link to... Does the new mix on the on if, the pickle and boot shop. I so love it. If, yeah, I love what I you do. Say, it's if, really good. Yeah. If you look at your thing, does it say like how many people have like downloaded your thing? Yeah, or it will. Gone? I think so. You'll have an uptick. At least for yeah. me. Yeah. We have a we have a good we have a good nine hundred listeners a week, and so I mean I think even when if I a little say, peek behind the curtain. Yeah. 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 I said when I say that you're you listen to you know different music. Yeah. It. You do. You're I do. Very no, I know. And you have a. I think that the phrase that they would say is that you're a curator. Mm, yeah, I agree. And Especially so with your vinyl. Yeah. yeah. Like when you post those pictures on Instagram of like, I'm like, like where in the that? world did you find this? <laughs> totally. No, I, I like, I do like everything. It's funny too, because it's, you know, I came to the insiders with like no ska background, liked a bit of it, liked punk. I, I grew up when in my teen years, I was always like in hardcore bands. Um, and I, I and, and sitting on roofs, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, well t- taking pictures. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> that your band photo yeah. was on a roof. Absolutely. Some, that well, your one of the guys' house. <laughs> of course. Did you that's being an alley? Yeah. Or on a or on rooftop? Roof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or uh, by the railroad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> just lets you know how serious they are. Yeah, so serious. we're serious and we're tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it's funny because I think like uh, soundtrack is. Holds up more. It's like I feel like it's the less the, like the least traditional ska. Sure. Up to yeah, that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it was what was as I mean, Joe and I were talking about last time. It's kind of like up until soundtrack, like Motor City ska was was definitely authentic. That yeah. was like who we were. I actually, so I like think that, that album was great. Holds up. Sky Luya was a like a pet project sure. that we had played with these other stuff. Right. Fight of My Life is the worst album yeah. that ever yeah. was done. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm being serious. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's absolutely William horrible. Hung. It William is, Hung's album was better so, yeah. than Fight of My Life. Like, and part of it is because we didn't, for one, we didn't know like what we were doing. Sure. And we hired someone who was supposed to know what they were doing, right, right. and they didn't yeah. as the as the producer. Yeah. Barrett, and Barrett Jones. Yeah, and the producer came in and tried to create or morph us into a band that we weren't. Right. It was actually, I was was talking about this last week, Fight of My Life was the album that introduced the click track to me. Okay. When we were recording it. Oh, really? I remember that. You don't do that to a drummer. Yeah. I should have been playing to click three months, six months before that. If that was the plan, do you like, feel like it affected your like drumming oh, on the absolutely, record? I hate it. I, ha- I absolutely hate that. I don't. Album. E- I don't think I've even <laughs> listened to that full. It did destroy. I was mean, Fight of My Life, the album we recorded with R. Kelly in the R. Kelly yeah, studio. Yeah. And while R. Kelly, oh, was, I heard some weird things about him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you know? You know that hasn't aged well either. <laughs> yeah. Um. That was all. That was in Chicago. And we brought in this gentleman named Barrett Jones, who I think, if we actually do the research now, 
I think he lied on his resume. Because we brought him in because we liked the tone quality of the Foo Fighters. And he was supposed was he to... a mixer? Well, he was supposed to have been the producer for the Foo Fighters. But actually, if you go into it, he was like an intern. <laughs> like, gotcha, yeah. He was probably, you know, like... Se- he is, yeah. I, will, I will tell you this. He is... I don't know the, his exact um, distinction, like what his title was. But even in... Foo, the last Foo Fighters documentary that they did, yeah. he's a major part of it. Really? Yeah. So okay. He, he well, was, I might have misunderstood. He was a major player in Nirvana. Really? On, and on their Bleach album. Well, we missed it. Yeah. And then Foo Fighters, he was a big deal, and still to this day, he's a big... Him and Dave Grohl are tight, and Dave Grohl okay. takes his opinion. He didn't know jack shiz yeah. about but us. The thing is, too, like if you've never worked with... A ska band, sure. There, there's no way you're gonna like. I mean, well, who young, knows what his background is? Really but, young yeah. musicians. I mean, we were, you know, even fight of my life. Like, we you were guys probably were fighting for your lives up there. Well, yeah, we were and the first time we met him, his dong was three. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when we well, he same with me. You let your highest, and he talked to us for like an <laughs> hour and a half, pal. and the whole time his fly was open. <laughs> And we're like, and like Kyle's like batting it around. <laughs> Kyle's like, look at this, look at this, this flies down. And he's like, oh my gosh! And he like zips his his. He was commando. Yeah. He lands at the airport. He lands in Oklahoma City. What uh-huh. what was it called? The Crush or something like that? We were playing with Living Sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, I was at hell. I was watching Living Sacrifice two nights I, ago. Living yeah. Sacrifice is honestly one of my favorite bands. Yeah. yeah. So Just, so we're playing with Living yep, Sacrifice. Barrett Jones comes into Oklahoma. They pick him up from the airport. They bring him to the show. Like, he doesn't go to the hotel, nothing. He gets off. He gets out of the van, starts to walk in. We were brought out like, hey, Barrett, this is the, these are the insiders. He's like, hey, guys. His hands are in his pockets. He's like, hey, guys, what's going on? His flies down and his dong is like, you know, is it really? Yes. <laughs> Wait, so no underwear. No, no he was going commando. No, just total commando. And like, He's like, I only uh, record <laughs> six inches. Yeah, yeah. I think it was eight. And Kyle, Kyle just looks right at his dong and is like, "Dude, smack, smack, smack." Kind of bats it around a little bit. It's like, "Dude, your flies down." And he's like, "Oh my god!" Like that was our that was our introduction to the guy. Oh man! Now we hit it because of that. We hit it off with him oh, pretty good. You no, know, he was actually a good. It's just guy. he had no clue what sure. to do. Scott I mean, wise, and also like the the album itself did not. It didn't get the pre production that it should sure. have. And so, and we were like, we were super contentious. At isn't that it? Point. Yeah. Isn't like, it like very thin? I, I'm trying to remember because I haven't. I mean, I haven't listened to it. Is it, it like record? Like so the like the swing swing music yeah. had hit big time. Yeah. Like, oh, that's right. So like after oh, that, yeah, after and you guys that, are wearing like yep. all the gangster. Yep. <laughs> after that third <laughs> wave of <Sky>. Chicago twenties, <laughs> not like yeah, 1990s LA gangster era. Not NWA. Yeah. More like mafia. Right. There we go. If you will. Yeah. And if you embrace the mafia but you don't like gangs, then you're probably racist. But the thing is, that album was horrible. It was really sad. Like it was a sad experience. Uh huh. On the backside of it. But the one redeeming quality was that there were two songs. There were two songs that uh, Tim was like, "These songs are great," and they didn't get captured well. Mm. So he hired Paul Hampton, yeah, from the Skeletons, yeah, to come in and meet with us and to redo two of the songs. So we remember that we went out to L.A. 
they had a studio um, and they had this great, like, probably one of the craziest engineers I've ever met who had done, like, all the Skeleton albums, rancid out, like, all sorts of stuff. And we go into the studio, and if you think of a drum kit... I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> I'm, set, I, I'm sitting behind this drum kit, this and picture. all of a sudden, he, he raises my hi-hat to be the height of my crash cymbals. Oh, weird. Okay? And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, well... And, and this guy was crazy. He was like a mad scientist. He's like, oh, well, this way all of the symbols are hitting at the same time. Whereas I'm like... Yeah, but now I'm, no, I'm playing like I've got my hand over my head. Like, like you look like Donkey Kong. Yeah, yes. with one hand above your head like, and one on your stomach. And again, why are we doing this so right before we track? I should have been practicing this way for the last three months if I would have known that we were going to do this. But what's funny is that so Paul Hampton is like this legendary Scott, like yeah. keyboardist. If you watch like No Doubt videos, Paul's in like because Paul had his hand in all this stuff, mm -hmm. and he comes in and meets with us and turns one of our what I would say was like a pocket like yeah. ska tune, forgive and forget. Right. He turns it into a straight hardcore tune. Do you yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And it was like, it exists. It's out there. <laughs> I'll, I'll post it. Um, it is on par with like. At that point, Voodoo Glow Skulls yes. were pretty aggressive. Yes. It's, Great call. But Great it's, call. But it's oh, I want to hear it. I mean, it's beyond that. Like, never, it was to the I've point that, that I was, like, pulling, like, hardcore. Like, like you should be a hardcore man now. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, <laughs> the beats that I was playing were like, oh, I used to play these. And it was, like, full on Have hardcore. you ever played with, like that again with when, your hi-hat race up? No. No, it's a horrible <laughs> idea. And it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> right. But this was the guy also who said to, so Bo was tracking the bass. Uh -huh. And, you know, you know, you fight with Bo. Yeah. So Bo's not a musician, and he'll tell you that. <laughs> and so Bo has been in there trying to record the bass. Right. And they get to this spot with uh, um, Paradise. And he's really, the producer's really trying to inspire Pro Bo. Actually, probably the best bass line ever. Oh, absolutely. That Insiders did. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, Paradise. Yeah. Yes. And so he's like, okay, he's like, he's like, okay, you're playing it. You're playing it, but I'm not feeling it. You know, you're playing it, but it's like, oh, he's in the band. He's like, I, I want you to play it like you're standing at the front of the stage. Mm -hmm. And Bo hit hit it. Really? Hit the lick. And the guy was like, yes! He's like, you're at the front of the stage. And so we never, like, we never let Bo live that down. Oh. So we'd always be like, come on, Bo. Like, play, play like you're at the front of the stage. Like, but, but it was a boom, doom, doom, It's such a great song. Like that. I understood what he was saying. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But all that to say, the Barrett Jones part of it was rough. Sure. The Paul Hampton part of it was super fun. Mm -hmm. But that's what we were coming off of. Right? I remember going into the studio with Paul, and I remember like coming in the next day, and he was talking about stuff, and he was like, yeah, we need to redo this and redo that. And I was thinking, like, why, why did we have to like redo the, you know, like the part that we had done the day mm -hmm. before? Like, what, what made it so we had to? And he was like, oh, Angelo from Fishbone yeah. came in last night, and, and I was like, "Are you what?" Uh -huh. I was like, "You had Angelo in here? You didn't call us? Like, I didn't get to meet this guy? Mm -hmm. Like Angelo Moore, right? Mm -hmm. His last name's Moore." And I'm just thinking, like, "Are you kidding me?" Angelo from Fishbone was right. in here listening to our stuff, mm -hmm. critiquing it, giving you suggestions, yes. and that guy is so brilliant. Yes, that 
we came in, no questions asked. It was this needs to be redone, mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, okay. <laughs> and, that, and so now, if you ha- so truth and soul, like that Fishbone album, if you're familiar with Fishbone, and then you listen to the Forgive and Forget that yeah. I will make available to the public, it, even if I get sued, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, doubt. Who's gonna track it out? No, come on, But honestly, if you listen to it, you're like, oh, of course, it's right. fish. It's fishbone. Oh, it's the drum part is all fishbone. Like the whole the whole tune, like it's very it's very interesting. And like I think I think that there's some of those like very interesting connections that like. A lot of the guys in the band, they were just like showing up. They didn't know. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't listen to no. They didn't. That. Right. They didn't. They played horn or whatever. Yeah. It, and it was mostly our horn. Like it was most of our band. Like Bo did not get off stage and listen to Scott. He listened right. to Keith Green. Oh sure. You know to he, be inspired. Yeah. Like Bo didn't listen to Scott and punk. Bram listened to a little bit of punk. Yeah. Uh, sang. He listened. He likes Chicago. Yeah, Sang I mean, listened Chicago to more like so much that he Scavuvi and the Epitones, <laughs> or is it Epitones or Epiphones? Like Scavuvi and the Epitones, like Sang listened uh-huh. to more of that like instrumental. Yeah. Isaac Green and the Scholars. Yeah, stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. and then Al Al just did Al. Like yeah. Al liked like who's the dude with the big cheeks? Dizzy Gillespie. Right. Sure. Like Al just. I mean loved, Al liked like, cake. Yeah. Al he, liked just like. I liked pocket music, where like yeah. if you drums and bass, presidents pocket, of the United exactly. States of America. Yep. Like I remember Al thinking, like I got a kitty on my foot and I want to touch it. Yeah, kitty on my foot and I want to touch it. Like I remember Al thinking that was the greatest song ever made, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me? Like you, you're kidding me? Oh, it was awful." <laughs> but all I have to say, the next project was Scalalia Two, right? Again, a pet project, mm-hmm. not writing our own stuff. Sure. We actually did write a couple tunes for it, but we carried over that relationship mm-hmm. with Paul. So, our, so as far as I'm concerned, I think the best ensemble album we ever put out was Skyloot 2. As, mm. on, as an ensemble. Sure. But that ensemble extended into Kip from the Skeletones. Yes. A couple of the dudes from Jeffrey's fan club, like right. Ben the, West, the Disneyland ragtime band. Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So like, yeah, but where's Ben West now? But that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woo! What's he doing? Ben West. <laughs> What's he doing? I mean, no, you guys are. You do know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. he's, sure. he's written multiple platinum songs yeah. for Pink. Yeah, for he Lady was, Antebellum. He was a for, he was a uh, ranger for. Um, Glee, yeah, like I mean, oh, done, I didn't no, know that. Oh, yeah, like so you guys, the, Ben's the, ridiculous. So you guys, the guy that we're talking about, Ben West, was a guy who we knew locally. He was a music leader for a church in and our a, area. And a beautiful man with yeah. beautiful hair and a fantastic guy with great cabbage, yep. great salad on the head. Mm-hmm. And so we needed someone to play keys for us. Background and plus, just he just had a good ear. He yeah. was a great, you know, he was the 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 music pastor for a big church. He could have done any of our parts. Yeah. Better than we did. In his sleep. Yes. In his sleep. Yeah. And so we brought him on, and, and he did that. And if you were ever at Cornerstone during our later years, like the last couple of years, yeah, if you were at a stage, festival, yeah. yeah, if you were at a festival and the insiders were there, we would bring Ben, and he yeah. would play keys. And Ben went on mm-hmm. to write songs for Pink, mm-hmm. uh, write songs for, I believe, 
well, I, I said Lady Antebellum, but I think that's racist now. So I think it's just Lady A. Okay. And uh, so we are addressing a lot of racism. We are. Right? We are. That's good. what we do here on Pickle and Boot Shop. We're also trying to end Satanism by 2022. So <laughs> just like a good so, goal. If, if you guys, <laughs> if you guys have anything to add to that, feel free. But we are trying to do those two things. Uh, it may have actually got pushed back to 2023 because, because of COVID. Because of COVID, yeah. and we found something more important that I can't think of right now gotcha. that we are going to end by 2022. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's who we're talking about, Ben, who was our key, like our keys guy, and he went on to do yeah. amazing things. Now, you said he did what? Like he well, did pink? He did? Oh, you said I mean, Glee? He did Glee. Yeah, he was a he was an arranger for Glee because oh, they would holy you know, They take hit songs and then change it. Yeah. They would spin it for a right. full group yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he would so he arrange would it. Write all those arrangements. But we've all gone on to do amazing things. <laughs> I mean, guys, I played it's, the sanctuary listen. last yeah. night and yeah. there was about thirty five people there. Yeah. Twenty of them were in bands. Yeah. We're I played where we eight are of right eight now. of them were on staff. I played Silent Night for my girlfriend <laughs> last night on guitar and she was like, oh. when are you gonna stop? <laughs> what time is this over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, huh, are you how many songs are you gonna play? Mm -hmm. Because uh Hallmark movies on TV. Yeah. So Michael coming out of that huge production. Oh, I yeah. mean that was a mountainside. Sure. Literally, we recorded we recorded Skylia yeah. 2 at the Maranatha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, well, studio. was that um, was that still with um, that was with um Steve, right? Steve no, Taylor. No, that, oh, was, that was with a guy named one, Dan right? Garcia. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. So Dan Garcia was is noted for being the curator of the Waterboy soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, wow. remember that? <laughs> yeah, wow. Adam Adam Sandler. But yeah. we heard that. We heard that, and we were like, "Yeah, get him." Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> get that critically guy. acclaimed Water Boy soundtrack. <laughs> Dan, I mean, Dan was a wonderful man. He was very, very patient. That was sure. his like huge house, yeah. right? That was on the canyon. Well, no, that was the actual. Was that Laguna Beach? Myth yeah, Maranatha Praise like owns that ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like ninety nine probably. But that I mean, so like as far as like I remember shooting uh, a three pointer. <laughs> I remember shooting a three pointer at the basketball hoop, missing the hoop, and the ball just went in a canyon. Like I, I remember like, sitting I in was the hot there tub. Ten minutes. Yeah. You're like that's California. I, I was there ten minutes. I shot a shot, airballed it, and the ball just went down a canyon. Yeah. Do you remember? Was like, do you remember well, when we, we had to like outlaw basketball? No. As a band? No. You don't remember this? No. Oh my gosh. You canceled basketball? Yeah. <laughs> Texas. We were sleeping. We were like, five of us were sleeping in that laundry room. The laundry we, room? Yeah. We stayed in a house in Texas. You're not talking about the Bakers. Yes, I am. Oh, uh, uh, it smells like boards in here. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that on the show. <laughs> we, okay. You, so you don't remember this? No. So they had lived on a cul de sac. Okay. And they had a basketball hoop oh, at the sick. end of that cul de sac. And we thought, oh, we've got downtime. We should play basketball. There's a bunch of us in this band. We basically could do four on four. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking and, rum right now. Oh, oh, okay. You know, we could do four on four. It would be fun. It was not fun. Fun. <laughs> it became highly competitive. I can remember Kyle being... Oh, wow. Kyle was furious <laughs> because people were calling fouls. <laughs> And he was like, it's a street ball. You know, like, wow, I might be on his side for once. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I can remember Mike Rowland being like, oh. I'm going to knock somebody out. Mike was in the band then? Yes. And I remember Mike Bo. was in the band for Scalia oh, yeah. 2? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Bakers. Okay. The Bakers. Okay, it was okay, like okay. our first... Like yes, first main run, and they allowed us. Jimmy Swan. Jimmy mm-hmm. Swan was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna bring it to Texas." And Jimmy Swan's little honey. Jimmy Swan's little honey, who is the cover of an Under Oath album. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. But Julie, right? Yeah. So we I'm ended up with her on uh, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> She's a lovely woman. Jimmy Swan's little honey. Yep. We, we all had Jimmy Swan's little honey because we all had crushes. Again, on her. again. We like, are we going to Dallas? Has is, not is Julie going to be well. there? Is Julie going to be there? <laughs> yeah. That's not aged. She well. has aged well. Maybe the joke has not aged exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I'm listening to an episode of uh, Pickle and Butcher <laughs> <laughs> about insider stories that I wasn't here for. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can That's why it. I'm here. I can I'm here it. for. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just was thinking about basketball, and I remember Bo throwing elbows, and me thinking like Bo does not is not sporty in any way. I don't remember. Like, I must not have been oh, there. No, you were there. I was. I, oh yes. I do not. I remember think that this. it might have been the one time that was- we played basketball, and then we were like. Never again. We just all walked away. Yeah. We all left it on the court. <laughs> we never spoke about it again. All gave some, and some gave away. <laughs> but it was like, never again. Yeah. We will yeah, never. I, I do not remember that. All, We already don't like each other. <laughs> if you add competition. Was that album like, how are you? Oh, are you talking about Scott Leo too? Is that what we're talking about? No, but I liked it. <laughs> Skylia 2, I think, was the best. You liked work. it? I hated no, no, no. Skylia 2. I, you should have. As an I outsider, I get it. I but like as it. an outsider, like at that moment, at least, I do think that was a. I wouldn't. I, I love the first one. Sorry. I love the first album. <laughs> Uh, I think yeah. it still holds up. Me too. Yeah. No, Me too. no. Uh, Motor City. Motor City. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I do think Scalia 2 was maybe the best sounding record. Yes. And I think that played a big part of me being able to listen to it. Yeah. I think Soundtrack was our best sounding. Oh, no. Up until that point. No, no. Up until that point. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So then coming out of Scalia 2 yeah. is where you come along. Right. So think. I'm just saying. Think about that progression. We poached yeah. you from when you came. <laughs> when you came along, it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal of like, and I, where I talked about like that struggle with Kyle and not oh, being yeah. able to understand him. Sure. Like it was a moment where I was like, I like everyone in the band. Right. Yes. And that I, was different. I remember. Like that was I totally remember different. Being with you, Nate. Somewhere I don't remember where. I just remember being in the setting, being with you, and me and you just had like a a homey moment. And I remember, this is the God's honest truth, I I swear on the health of my children. I remember having this moment with you that after years, years, me and you hadn't had one of these moments because band life just got crazy. And we had this moment where like me and you, wherever we were, we were like, we are so thankful mm. that Michael's in the band, and it's not Kyle. And I remember you saying those words. You were like, "Joe, I just gotta, I just gotta say, like, right now, I love everybody in the band." And I was like, "Me too." Yeah. Like, why couldn't this have been mm. three years ago? Right. You know, we'd still probably be going. You know, we'd right. still probably be trying to do something. But it was like. It was just so refreshing, but yeah. the wave had crashed and all that stuff. Oh, sure. But then, yeah. but also, like, musically, I think we were trying to finally do what we wanted to always do. Yeah. And it was like... Right. So, like, the so when you say, oh, I wasn't necessarily really into ska, 
that was actually the best sure part of it yeah is that you were showing up with uh oh dude like being able to bring in melodic guitar parts in a different way right i mean the hardest part of that album was me trying to i've never to actually play this play ska like the upstroke like yeah we had you know one or two like kind of traditional ska record song and like that was like over and over in the studio just like nope and it was like i, I wanted to be like here, Royce, Take the guitar. Oh. I don't care. Just play it. I don't. I honestly and don't Royce care. Like, oh my god! All right, you guys. We are gonna bring the first freebie portion to an end. Pickle peeps, we thank you so much for listening. We're gonna keep going, and I also have a little story uh, that that's gonna continue off yeah. this this Royce issue uh, for soundtrack to a revolution. But you guys, we want to thank you so much for listening to us. If you uh, have not subscribed to the Patreon to get four to five free. Well, not free because you're paying for it. Four to five extra hours of content a month. Feel free to go to Patreon. The lowest subscriber level is five bucks. If you want to do that, amazing. If you don't want to do that, you just listen to the free portion. I would ask that you would ask somebody else. The biggest, uh, the biggest blessing you could give us is just try and turn somebody else onto this to listen to it. Uh, we just have a great time. You guys can always contact us and Daniel Rock at uh, the Pickle and Boot Diabolical Discussion page on Facebook. You can go to our Instagram. You can message us. All that stuff. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. It's usually about a two-hour turnaround, I think. Lately, things have been busy. You know I am a quote-unquote roofer. I'll get more into that, I believe, on the next episode with Uh Reese. Um, But we've had some crazy stuff going on here in Michigan, so things have been nuts. I haven't been able to get back to you, uh, all the messages, but I try. So anyway, you guys, please, please, please uh, tell somebody else to listen to this. And those of you that said you're going to help us out any way you can, we will be getting in contact with you soon. And you will be hearing Reese very, very soon back on this podcast. So we want to thank you. Uh, We're going to say goodbye to you for the freebie portion. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And we're going to start on the paid portion coming up. All right, you guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, paid people, we are going to continue. Now, Michael, you were saying that you got to the point where with the guitar and not being able to play ska. Yeah, no, it was just like, I. so it's funny. When I came into the band, you guys had given me, I feel like a like a demo CD or something. I, like, this is but, you were, but you were like, I was, you're like, ignore all these guitar parts. Yeah, yes. And like, I remember the tone this. I remember and like this. all that, just like, just listen to the songs. And then and we want you to bring your own right, tone. Right. Yep. We want you I to do remember figure this. out how do we take the music to the next right. level mm-hmm. and also stay true. So, I mean, like, because, like, like, if you think about um, The Hunted. Right. The Hunted in your, with your style mm-hmm. and your influence became Showdown. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Sure. Showdown. Uh, was it called shootout? Shootout. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Those yeah. are they're they're near each other. For sure. They're close. But and we did the hunted. I mean, there is a good amount of stuff that we didn't play. I mean, oh, the, sure. the amount of stuff that we played when I joined the band was we we would play like the hits. But we also, which was just an unbelievable but it was, list. It, it, the amount, the amount of like straight up like clean tone ska, just like went out the window. Went out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we weren't playing a lot of stuff for Motor City Ska. Right. 
Yeah. And I did like that. I that one of the main one of the things that I loved was you kind of brought that you would still kind of do dirty guitar, but yeah. you would play that Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Man, I loved No, that. it was fun. And it was like it was fun challenge. I mean, I, like I, I said, mean, I think I'm trying to think about or put the listener into your shoes. You're coming into an you know, an established Scott band that has this history. Dream but team. then you're <laughs> You're actually <laughs> writing new music, right. and you're trying to track it, and the engineer is from the Suicide Machines. No, like, the yeah. producer. Like that. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because Sky was the yeah. engineer. Yeah, yeah. Royce oh, exactly. was Royce, yeah. the producer oh, yeah, in his right. house. Yeah, in yes. his basement. In yeah. his, yeah. Well, in we his, tracked, like, back room. We, we tracked, tracked the drums at the um, Royal, it together, Royal Music <laughs> Theater. That's right. That? Yeah. yeah. I remember, okay, because so, Bo and I would play with yeah, you. Yeah, Tell me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Did we? <laughs> did we at the <laughs> Royal Music Theater? <laughs> I don't know why this is so stupid. This may even not even make sense. Did something happen at the Royal Oak Music Theater oh, yeah. where you okay. played the drums and then we had to do them all over again and they had to like lay like plywood down on the stage? Does this I sound don't remember familiar? That. I thought you did your drums, but it had such. There was something going on where we had to say, scrap it, oh, it take your drums be, off, lay maybe. down like sheep. It could be not because metal, there was but like a plywood, uh, and then put your stuff back on there and play it all again. Could be. The producer's it, like, I need sheet metal under these drums. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a tin Ooh, roof. Yeah. When I, <laughs> can someone hey. flip a Zippo in, <laughs> yeah. in a microphone? Ooh, when I worked with the Foo Fighters, they had, a, they had galvanized sheet metal. Do you, guys, re- do you guys remember in the. In the uh, in the recording of Soundtrack to a Revolution, when I crapped. Dude, okay, here's my story. Here's my. I have a story of my. me maybe misremembering a story. Okay. Because in my mind, in the story that I've told my child and my wife all these years, is we set up a microphone in a bathroom and anytime one of us had to take a shit, we recorded it. But then you told the story, and it was like that you recorded one of yours. Yes. But I thought we had recorded all of ours. I think there's a track out there somewhere. But just like all of, of like, like it's, if you played it from start to finish, it's like two minutes of just like <laughs> diarrhea and like ploops and plops. And I don't know about that. I know that for me, I went to Tubby's. <laughs> I got, I got a large jumbo steak and cheese. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and for those of you that don't live in Detroit, we got this local, it's been around forever (laughs) since the 60s, it's called Tubby's. I don't know about you guys, but if I'm going cold sub, I'm going Jersey Mike's. If I'm going Mm -hmm. hot sub, I'm going Tubby's. End of story. Tubby's steak and cheese. I'm a little more farm to table, but (laughs) I understand. I understand. And uh, so I got a Tubby's steak and cheese jumbo, (laughs) which means double meat, double cheese. I ate it. After about 12 minutes in the studio, (laughs) I had the rumbles. And so I had this, like, I was just for fun. Like, I was joking. I was like, dude, I'm about to have diarrhea. We should set up mics in the bathroom. And Royce was like, okay. Okay. He's like, no, it's already set up. Go for it. Scott was like, all right, let's do it. So it took about 20 minutes to set up. (laughs) 
There were three microphones. There was one for ambiance. I thought we had it. A room mic. So I thought we did this earlier in the recording process, and then we all just like added here's, to it. Here's the thing. You guys may have, as far as I knew, oh, gotcha. they set up for that moment for me. <clears throat> they may have left the microphones oh, for the rest of you. of you, but I was like, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna tear this up. Mm-hmm. Let's get mics in there. And they were like, ha, 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 let's do it. Give me so 45 there was, minutes. Yeah, there was a, a room mic. There was a mic that was... I'm I wipe with my right hand. Mm-hmm. So I, they put like a lapel on your yeah, right so, so they, they had a mic to like the right so when I lifted up my butt mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. There was a mic to like my right, there was a mic to my left, and there were then there was a room mic that Sky had set up. Mm-hmm. And so it Sky. took twenty minutes to set up, but at the 12-minute mark, I'm like, I am about to explode. <laughs> so I get in there. So they're like, okay, it's ready to go. We're hitting save record. It for the take. Yes, yeah, save it for the take. I hold, get in there. I'm hold. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, like, I drop trow, and I blow it out. And as soon as my butt goes, I start laughing, which yes. then it picks that up. And it's on the record. And it, and it right? kind of covers Something's up. on yes. the record yes. from that. And so it, it like... It kind of covers it up, and then it, you know, we, we've all been there where it's like, and then it's, so is this for maybe 15 seconds? I'm dying laughing. Everybody's dying laughing. We stop. I clean up. We, you know, it, it goes on. I had I have no clue whether they left the mics there or not. So your story may be correct. I just know what started. It might be wrong though, but I just know what started because of of the well, tubby steak and wait, cheese. Wait, are you saying you're saying that it stayed? We it stayed on the album so, somewhere. And if you guys ever come through Detroit, stop at Tubby's and get a steak and cheese. It's an amazing. Mike your shits. <laughs> Listen, I remember. <laughs> I remember in my mind okay. that we to answer your question first. I feel like there was a there was a version, whether it was the album or like okay. on like it was the, the demo, the demo. Okay, it was, it the, was the okay. The it was okay. The, it was the pre like what we sent to the record company to be like, hey, this is what we've done. Oh no we no not like a, not like a full like I feel like it was like buried like we said let's like bury it. In. Yeah. But what I remember <laughs> was in my mind after you did that, then we just left it up, and then anytime one of us had to go, we just did, and then at the end of the record, we're like. <laughs> Well done, boys. We did it. Now let's sit and listen back to. We're like, who cares about the album? Let's hear that three minute cut. Let's hear all the work. Right. That we've done. Yeah. All the work just, that we put in here. Pops and splashes and rice krispies. And that's and what I want. Faucets. Snap, crackles, and pots. That's so interesting. And Tim, Tim's probably like, well, what did my money? Listen, go don't you remember? I remember there was a conversation. Tim, no, Tim, did Tim fly? Tim flew out, right? Oh yeah. Because Tim, I think, flew out and like yelled at me because he, we were like, we were like, uh, he was like, "How's the recording going?" Again, in my mind, "How's the recording going?" It's like, and I'm like, you know, I got to work this week and stuff like yeah. that. I can be oh, there here, he there, and Tim's so like, Tim's like you. in Detroit, and I was like, mm-hmm. you gotta. Make I'm paying all this money for this yes. record. You got to take time off. And I was oh, like, I remember okay, that. Right, so. I got an earful. Yeah, yeah. You guys got earfuls. I got yelled at. I got yelled at. This is making music, dude. This isn't anything. Like this is ridiculous. Did he take us out to eat dinner or something? One he day? probably did. Mongolian. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was always good for a Mongolian. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh. I was just thinking about for Roy, like being in the presence of Royce. Yeah. And for you to be trying to figure out how to do like the upstroke of Scott, and you're like sitting next to like, like yeah. one of, I mean, they're 
I, what is it? What is the Vans? The Vans album. The Vans album. Yeah, what the Suicide Machines. Oh, oh with, um, Vans and yeah, my destruction, destruction, destruction by definition. Such that is album. probably I lo- and one I, of and I the knew best. That album it's my. I, joined oh, the band too. I will tell you guys this. I've I've said it on multiple podcasts. Say it now. My <laughs> album, my great, my most favorite punk ska yeah. album of all time. Destruction. Well, by I got definition. so frustrated. It's not phenomenal. at him. Break I, the glass. I got frustrated at me. <clears throat> well, yeah, because it was just like it was one of those things where it's like, and I feel like it was a moment where, like. There was too many people in the basement. No one was doing yeah. anything, and they were just. Everyone was just like. It felt like everyone was sitting looking at me, mm-hmm. and I just was like, I don't even. I, I Royce, he was totally fine. I had nothing against him, but I was like, I don't even like ska. I don't want. I don't <laughs> want to play. You play, it. and it was. It literally was just like, I don't. I can't even think about doing this. Mm-hmm. And he, I, I remember he told me he's like, whatever he said it was just like, go outside, have a cigarette, figure it out. Uh, like Joe's gonna be mad at you. Joe's when you gonna come be back mad. You're gonna come in, smell like cigarette. <laughs> Bo's gonna put his hand Whoa. on me. Hey, pray we, we only got one life. <laughs> Hope you're using it well. Figured it. Wait, is that me or no, is that Bo? That was you. Oh, damn. <laughs> that wasn't me. No, Bo would have been like, "Hey, the Lord offers forgiveness." But, yeah. I mean, I haven't smoked and I haven't had a cigarette in uh, long time. Like, you're like, like, but like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, no, in an hour and a half. I like that. Yeah, suck that robot. No, D. but it was it was that that was really frustrating, and I think it frustrated me so much because I was like, why is something that. That I had no idea this would be hard. Right. Like it's that weird technique of a specific style. Yes. Of that sounds like people will people, make fun of ska yes, because people it's like, mock it. You know? yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, no, it's put the guitar on and play it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. Like I've there's in that tone too. Yeah, like that is the worst. That is one of the hardest tones to get right yep. that I've ever had to dial in. Is like that clean upstroke mm-hmm. where it's just like so. It's not a scratch. Right. It has tone. I don't like it. It has depth. I mean, I, it's nice to listen to, but hard to play. Yeah, I, I always say it, people that that are listening to this, it's going to sound like a broken record. I always say ska. People joke that it's what kids. It's the music kids think of when they're given mozzarella sticks, you know, whatever that meme is. Like, ska is the music that kids think of when they're, they're given mozzarella sticks. But yet, it takes, like, you can't be a crappy drummer in a ska band. If you're a crappy drummer in a ska band, your ska band yeah. sucks. Right. If you're a crappy bass player, because if you think about it, ska is, like, the horns drive it. The bass is right there with it, and then the guitar is like kind of the third layer of the the onion or whatever, and so you and but that's integral too because mm-hmm. of that upstroke and stuff. So if you're a crappy drummer, you're a crappy ska band. Mm-hmm. If you're a bad bass player, you're mm-hmm. a crappy ska band. If you're a bad guitar player, you're mm-hmm. a crappy ska band. And if you're like. The kids like, oh, we're starting a ska band, and I got these three, you know, a trumpet player, a sax player, and a trombone player from our high school marching band. Well, if those kids suck, Mm -hmm. it's everything is on show. Mm -hmm. And so everything, you have, it might be a style of music that sounds simple, but the sausage making behind it is not simple. And And you have to write with an ensemble in mind, which right. is why I celebrate the Skyway 2 album celebrate. so much, is because to me it was like, sure, it was the best ensemble writing, 
but I don't think it was the best Scott album. That no. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, sure. yeah, I think soundtrack. I actually think soundtrack's not the best song, but album. Well, but of the version that we sure. Did, oh yeah. No, I think yeah. Of the version that we did, it's the best. Like, those were the best mm-hmm. um, punk Scott. It was a different. It's totally yeah. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.